0: love talk radio welcome one and all this is Robert Rogers I'm the founder of Parkinson's recovery in 2004 Parkinson's recovery is dedicated to providing information support and resources to individuals who are currently searching for natural options and opportunities to celebrate relief from whatever neurological symptoms they currently experience I just wanna say that today I am excited and thrilled to sponsor a guest whose work I think is quite incredible. Lillian Shorberg is an individual who has a master's degree in biology. She has worked in the pharma industry and is now, later in life, educated as a certified coach and a therapist. Lillian is the woman behind the stress test, which is the precursor to the online stress course, Hope. She is an expert on feelings, stress, and trauma, and what these do to you and your health. She has worked with persons who currently experience the symptoms associated with the diagnosis of Parkinson's disease, and let me say, she has helped them a great deal. Diseases and symptoms get worse from stress, so her motto is, why not start with reducing stress? Lillian, thank you so much for taking the time to be a guest on Parkinson's Recovery today. Thank you. How did your interest in chronic diseases begin? Well, it's a long story.
1: My uh, husband got uh, cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma, when we were uh, around 30 years old. And uh, we were told that there was an overrepresentation with uh, young men with a high level of education. He is now a professor, so it's really good to him. So, so from that day on, I knew um, that you could think yourself into a disease. Major diseases always come with a personality trait, and that is a very mental side. And um, where we trad- traditional think that cancer is a physical disease, uh, there might be a lot of mental things going on as well. So that caught my interest at that time. Later, when I became a therapist, I have heard several stories about people uh, with what we today call physical diseases that became better due to therapy. And uh, I did not like the short time frame you can have with a cancer disease so I took up chronic diseases instead and made my small experiment with local people with chronic diseases I gave them five long therapy sessions and every time saw that I could do a lot to reduce their symptoms here and not here and now uh, of course not forever but that you could settle down symptoms for a few minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, maybe even a whole day, it's for me a small sign that uh, something else is going on than just the chronic disease we are talking about. So I was pretty amazed if uh, people can reduce symptoms like tremor for minutes and hours, then uh, it, of course, is possible to to do for longer and longer periods of time. I looked at the Internet to see if there was other like me that were interested in this and capable of reducing symptoms, but I only found a few therapists. But what I found was a lot of survival stories from people that have written down their progress. And I took a look into this, And my online courses built a lot about my own finding as a coach and therapist.
0: Lillian, what did you find by seeking out stories of recovery from around the world?
1: I found they all had long, long list how they reduce symptoms. Telling everything they did from the start until they recovered. So all the list was unique at first glance, but reading more and more of these stories a pattern emerged to me and I'm very good at seeing and understanding these patterns. So I could see that there were in a bigger perspective, four types of activities involved. Um, and again, you can find it all in my online course where I have, um, can you call it, dissected and uh, digested all this knowledge
0: that I found. Lillian, why did you pick Parkinson's out of all chronic illnesses to start with?
1: To make a long story short, I chose to dig into Parkinson's as people, as them has a a normal lifespan. So I was in no hurry. remember that I, I was new to this, so I need to experiment how to find out what was going on. Um, and the other think tremor is a very good example. You can catch it on video so people can see it. So when I uh, was into therapy with a person, you can see that uh, on a video that this person reduces tremor and maybe stops it. And, and that's very convincing to people. And that's one of the reasons I chose to pick up Parkinson's. There's a lot of other reasons, but I think I'll come into them later.
0: How was learning about adrenaline a breakthrough for you, Lillian?
1: I told you that there was four um, activities or strategies that I found was a pattern in these survivor stories. And the common denominator of all these activities, that was in fact that they used different um, techniques, strategies to to reduce adrenaline. Um, so all their activities that I could see was in common with these guys was reduction of adrenaline. So um, that was what I I didn't find out in the start, but when the uh, bigger picture came into my mind, I could see that that was the key in everything they did.
0: Now, how did your biology background inform you? And what can we learn by looking at animals and their survival instincts.
1: As a biologist, I have a lot of background knowledge of uh, cells, physiology, organs, and also animal behavior. So that's a very good pool of knowledge to drag from when you're looking at humans and the nature of both a healthy person and a diseased person. We can learn a lot from looking at animals. We i actually an animal, even though we live in a modern world. We have a complete set of survival instincts. And to give you some food for thought, this has not changed for 100,000 years. And our brain is, in fact, operating in the dark, even though we can uh, see the brain still only gets input from our senses and it must interpret that. The output is the same as our ancestors. We go in and out, fight, flight, and freeze many times a day. Some people more than others, but but in this respect, we are not a lot different from the surrogates in the desert that we see on television uh, about uh, animals in nature. So all day long we are alarmed, and that's actually dopamine that do this. And depending on what the body and brain calculate, we are either getting back to a calm state if there's no danger, or we um, get the signals uh, that con- convert our body and uh, activities in the body into the instinct fight flight and freeze so going into fight and flight you see tremor as a symptoms building up tension in the body is also tremor and freeze is a freeze state you also see in parkinsons so parkinsons is right in the middle of our instincts in this way people with Parkinson's show all the signs of being in our instincts to fight, flight, and freeze and going in and out
0: of these instincts. I'm curious, Lillian, what did you learn by looking at videos of shell shock in World War One of all things?
1: Yeah, you know, what I'm doing here, there's not a lot of evidence, there's not a lot of studies, it's still considered that um, you can do nothing with people with Parkinson's. So, um, for, for three years, I used more than three hours a day, that's more than, 3,000 hours searching on the internet for videos and studies that could give me an answer to what I saw in my clients, that I could settle down their symptoms. So when I made a small test experiment with people with different diseases, I found that I could help them all with stress reduction, regardless of diagnosis. I could help them reduce symptoms. Among these people was a war veteran with severe PTSD. So this brought me to old videos from the first world war, where they mentioned the word shell shock. Seeing these videos is like seeing a a concentration of all the chronic diseases. And the easiest symptoms to spot is the Parkinson's as tremor, stiffness, Problem, problems walking, bad posture, and frozen faces it's seen in nearly all of these old uh, videos on the internet. There's not a lot, but you can find at least seven to ten videos and um, it is it is people that have been in a terrible war for what months to years and um, as, so my conclusion is clear from my perspective. It's, while shell shock, sh- while shell shock uh, is now called PTSD, it's a result of a short period of a terrible war. Chronic diseases and Parkinson's are a result of a long life in a more or less stressful environment. And remember, even you have a fun job, it can be very stressful, filled with pressure and ambitions and, and uh, a lot of pressure of being number one or one of the best. So it can also be fun to be stressed, but it's stress regardless of how, which feeling you have.
0: What is the best result you have achieved with working with a person who happens to have the symptoms of Parkinson's disease?
1: I was lucky that one of my first clients with Parkinson's
0: he got
1: a new neurologist. This doctor thought it was strange that he didn't have the symptoms, tremor symptoms any longer and sent him to a new death scanning. The client, my client passed without a sign of Parkinson and was ordered to step out of medication. So he is now free of the diagnosis, trauma from a father that attacked his mother with a knife, and this trauma made him tremor when he was out in crowds as he instinctively was searching out for other dangerous people. So he couldn't go shopping in the afternoon before I met him. So, by helping him to remove this trauma and a few others as well, as well, he, he is he has seldom this tremor. and remember it's not because tremor and instinct is part of our natural instinct. It's not the thing that you can be cured for it, but we can get the symptoms back to a more normal stage with seldom symptoms. Um, So, sorry. (laughs) Um, It's quite normal to get tremor when you are excited, scared or worried, but uh, going back to a calm state, you stop having symptoms. And you need to remember that it's our instincts. We are not a master over these uh, symptoms. It's our instincts that decide. The only thing you're a master of is after hearing this podcast is if you want to continue to have these traumas for the rest of your life or you want to get help from me or another therapist that are specialized in diseases. So um, no one is to blame about this. As long as it's not part of our school uh, system to learn about these things, nobody can know it's like this. But I hope that in maybe 20 years, we can rewrite the school books, so this chapter about this physical manifestation of uh, severe stress can, can help people in the future.
0: You are listening to Parkinson's Recovery Radio. I'm your host, Robert Rogers. My amazing and remarkable guest today is therapist and coach Lillian Schober. Lillian, what are the blocks to your method working?
1: I find that people lacking time has the biggest problem. So if you have both children and a busy job, this is difficult because it takes some time Nearly every day and and often to get out of uh, these stress symptoms and um, back to a more calm state and for example, if you are a lonely mother with small children it's really really difficult because uh, a mother has her children's um, how they how they can get a nice day is about herself. So she is into problem as well. And um, not to forget people that are eating a lot of medication, uh, then you cannot see the natural symptoms, but the medication is controlled by these symptoms. And you uh, do not know if a symptom is related to your instincts or it's a side effect of the medication. And then it gets uh, harder for me to, to find out what the symptoms are all about. I'm, um, I base my coaching and therapy upon the symptoms. I use them as a guide not as a problem, I, because I can talk to people, what's going on? I can see you have this tremor now. What are you thinking about? And then people can say, oh, I, I'm i thinking about my job tomorrow and how to do and behave in front of the manager. And we can talk about that or we can remove a trauma that's related to that situation.
0: You have a stress test. What insights does your stress test provide to those who take it?
1: Yeah, I've made this stress test to help people evaluate the stress type they are. It could be a kickstart to becoming better. So um, you can start on investigating this new world with symptoms and instincts by by checking up yourself what's going on and this um, stress stress it leads up to my online course that i call hope shortcut a systematic way to better health and i chose the word hope as it's the first thing we need to install in a person with a chronic disease because there's so many myths about that you cannot become better. So we need a lot of new hope. The next thing is that I learn people to interpret their symptoms and to notice that the symptoms flare up in stressful situations and get to see this and interpret this. After this, I describe the four strategies I found in survival stories and I explain uh, why these strategies working um, and tell a little more about the biology in, in these strategies and in the last as a last thing I help people to take action going from a, a passive uh, victim of a disease to become an active, Warrior that can uh, help themselves. So um, that's in very short what I help people with doing this on online course that is not too expensive. And then if people really can see what's going on in their bodies, they can all, always ask me for coaching or therapy.
0: Could you please, Lillian, spell out your website address for listeners? Yeah,
1: I can try because spelling is not very easy when you are in your second language. But it's first a called hopeshortcut.com and it's H-O-P-E-S-H-O-R-T-C-U-T dot C-O-M. Was that fair? Understandable?
0: (laughs) That's very understandable. Thank you. So for persons listening to this interview, a week later, what would you most like for them to remember about this interview?
1: That they can do something and they should find my Facebook group where I'm sharing posts and um uh, yeah, that might be a little, but maybe you can put it into the text um where I didn't think about that uh, two seconds um because it's not very easy to find a good or I call it um. Uh, Overcome chronic diseases, Parkinson's stress, and associated symptoms. So uh, join the group and learn more about your own health and stress because no person on the earth are not having stress symptoms. And instead of uh, thinking about diagnosis, we should let go of that and and look at our symptoms. So a diagnosis a, a basket full of symptoms but um I have a saying, let me see if I can remember it now, that that um symptoms uh, diagnoses are sorry, diagnoses are for symptoms was star constellations is for star. it's only a human grouping, so that's also why you see um, that you need to be maybe thirty people with Parkinson in the same room before you can find one that have the exact same symptoms as you, and you can find other diseases that have um, uh, similar symptoms as Parkinson's. So. Diagnoses are overlapping, and it's because it's yeah artificial these groupings. Maybe it's a little hard to to get in but but you have your unique symptoms uh, of stress, and other person has their uh, their unique basket full of symptoms and um to start looking at every symptom individual in the perspective of our uh, uh, biology and instincts, things get so much easier because I think most people have seen and noticed that the symptoms vary during the day or during the week. It's not uh, just the same size and speed all over. Maybe you can have some symptoms like that, but a lot of the symptoms are varying up and down and if you look closer, you will see that it's um, dependent on on the stressful situation you are. So, to, I think I have to um, repeat myself. So, what you should remember: come to my Facebook group, learn more, and install a new hope. Of course, you get get can get better. That's always a corner. In your mind and body where you can become better and see what happens and let go of the idea that you can cure anything just con- uh, focus on the small things you can improve during the day and week
0: Million listeners to your remarkable and amazing and encouraging and promising presentation are probably guessing that you're not from Mississippi or Alabama in the United States. Where are you located? Where are you from? Yeah,
1: maybe we should have started with that because people get a little... Uh, I'm a Dane. I'm in Denmark. That's on top of Germany and uh, close to Sweden. Um, I'm living close to Copenhagen, so I have a strong Danish accent, and I hope you bear with me. But I'm doing the best I can. The good thing about being a Dane and being in my uh, online course it is that I never overcomplicate things because my um, vocabulary doesn't um, doesn't give me that chance. So it's very to understand, I keep it in down to the ground and explain in easy terms uh, what to think and what to do. So, and I'm never more an, an email or messenger uh, post away from you, so it's easy to get new. Um, ideas or post something in my group to get more knowledge.
0: What's the best way for listeners to get in touch with you directly, Lillian?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, in my Facebook, join that uh, and it's called Overcome Chronic Diseases Parkinson Stress and Associate Symptoms. Um write a post there. That's one good way. If you have a general uh, question, uh, you can find me via uh, uh, searching on Facebook. I think I'm the only one in the world called Lilian Schubert and the the, the OE. It's, it's a Danish round and O with a slash true and I think I'm the only one in the world with that name. So that's quite easy and um, I've got a YouTube channel as well that you can search using the uh, OE instead of the Danish uh, it's called and uh, maybe you can update with these information I don't know Um, so I also have got an email but uh, that when you are in my group you can find all these information
0: Lillian Schubert, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, offer us these encouraging possibilities for what persons can do to celebrate symptom relief from a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease.
1: Yeah, thank you for being there and listening to me. It's a, a new road ahead, and I can actually see that also doctors are coming closer to that um uh, to to this because now dopamine is started to uh, be can we call it left and they're taking the next the next uh, breakdown product that's no adrenaline and maybe in a year or two they found out like me that it's adrenaline uh, that is the problem here um but again instead of taking a pill that sort of stopped this product this process of dopamine being converted to adrenaline, I think you sh- should give yourself this um, uh, the present of dealing with your your trauma and, and body memories and uh, stressful uh, thoughts and behavior because that's in my words the the real thing that you dig down to the root cause and do not take this chemical approach and and stop a natural um what can you call it flow uh, of uh, chemicals from dopamine noradrenaline, noradrenaline to adrenaline so actually i hope that's uh, doctor out there that's also listening to it, they can connect to me. Uh, it would be nice to, to um, help these guys out with this biological perspective, um, but it's good that they're coming closer. I think it actually takes a biologist to, to see this bigger picture. Um, there's a tendency to digging down uh, into the brain, into chemicals, but things get so much easier if you you take an overview and you see the historical perspective. You look to the sides, to our animal um, uh, friends or neighbors, and and see how they react and um, and. And I also uh, use old I, idioms uh, that there's a lot of wisdom in them. So actually know what I'm telling is the truth that you can have uh, butterflies in your stomach when you are nervous. That's a physical symptom on a, a, a state we know is sort of mental you can have a, a lump in your throat if you do not dare to speak. You can have a, a red um, a chins, cheeks, what do you call it? <laughs> um, uh, if you are embarrassed, you can have uh, get red in your face um, because you are embarrassed. It's a physical symptoms of uh, mental distress. You can uh, get a uh, broken heart, that's uh, uh, physical symptoms on um, problems with your love life and so on. There's hundreds, at least in Danish I can find several hundreds of these items and I think there's a lot in English as well if you start looking at it. So it's old wisdom that this, uh, that body and mind is very close and connected so if we start to, or stop to divide our health in mental health and physical health, but we take it that it's like a coin, two sides of every thing, the mental and the physical thing, then things get easier and easier. So I hope you, I make myself understandable and um, uh, you can connect to this wisdom of animals and history and you know, I find most people can connect and understand.
0: Lillian, thank you so much for the amazing and remarkable work that you have done. I encourage all listeners to connect into her online course to connect in with her Facebook group and, of course, also connect in with her website. Those of you who had been thinking, oh, there's nothing I can do for my symptoms, as you can well see, Lillian has had remarkable success working with persons who currently have a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. And that's what's happening here on the shores of the, you guessed it, Puget Sound, which are a bit weary today, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are loved. (laughs) Know that by virtue of the fact that you have been listening to this remarkable interview, that you indeed are on the road to recovery. Thank you for connecting. Good day.